Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Ashley. Ashley, welcome to the show. I'm so grateful that you're here today. Hi, I'm so grateful to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So as always, we started off before we came live sharing a little bit of your numerology. And I'm really curious, what was your biggest takeaway from that? Um, so I took notes because I always take notes, but uh, <laughs> um, being creative and having a lot of stuff when she was reading through that, like they're really creative and they, um, they always have bright stuff. And literally behind me is a wall of stuff I've made or... <laughs> created so um it definitely is spot on and um talking about like the not so positive side of like insecurity or doubts like those definitely creep in and I feel like um for myself as an online entrepreneur and that's taking a lot of risk in different areas of my life like that always creeps in mm -hmm. um but just facing it and being like welcome to my table of love and like, let's move forward. Cause you're not going to go away. You're always going to be here, but here we go. Oh, I love that. Welcome to my table of love. <laughs> oh, that yeah. feels so good. I love that. So tell us a little bit about who Ashley is, who you're motivated to serve. What do you do? Who are you? Yeah. So I've always been a teacher. I was a teacher for nine years. Um, I served middle school students to special education students. Um, and I went through a situation in my life where um, I was in an abusive relationship. Things did not end well. It actually ended up with me after a physical altercation um, being arrested. And so then from there, I had a six-month-old um, baby girl and I had lost my teaching license. So I was like, okay, moving forward. Like, what do I want to do? Like, this is my chance to really rewrite and recreate what I want to be. Because I knew t teaching was never going to be an option going back. So I was like, okay, moving forward. Um, so I had my laptop and a camera. And I started to take pictures for, like, websites and Instagram um, in my parents' basement. Because I had to move back home. Um, and like, sell my house, all that stuff. So I really re, um, wrote and I'm all, still rebuilding. It was about three years ago now that that happened. Um, mm -hmm. but I started taking pictures, started a photography business, then moved into graphic design. <laughs> and then shocking. <laughs> so, yeah. Surprise. And then, um, also moved into some website design, started working with women who wanted to build businesses and I would um, get them started, get them kicked off. And then after their website there was done, they're like, okay, well now what? I'm like, well, now we do the business side of things. So really stepping into like a mentor position to help them find clients and do different things. Um, so during that, I also decided to create my own 
course. Um, so I created a course of how to start a business. I've done a couple of Canva courses, a couple of website building courses, things like that. Um, and then I now help um, single moms start businesses um, who have, I've just recently um, started collaborating with a local nonprofit that helps single moms who have just left an abusive um, or toxic mm -hmm. situation. And um, I really, it's just been such a journey, but at the same time, like such a healing journey. And I've been so blessed to like be able to move forward and now start helping other women move forward. So, um, and build something that they truly love and really flipping, flipping the script on that. You don't have to have two to three jobs as a single mom. You can do something that you love and still have freedom and flexibility um, to be with your kids and take care of all of that. So Ugh, that's me. Amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah. What a story. And really it's like, you've just reinvented yourself. I think that's so powerful. So with this new version of you that you're inventing, what do you desire most in life? Oh my gosh. Like, Oh, that gives me goosebumps. Like thinking yeah. about it, but like, <laughs> at the heart of like everything that I do, <laughs> like if my friends are like, Hey, this is what's going on. Like, Hey, this is, I'm like, okay, well, what do you need help with? Like, that's always my, um, supportive, like, okay, well, what are we going to, how are we going to fix it? How are we going to, um, move forward? So really just helping people and serving people is at the heart of what um, I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, in any way I can do that, if it's painting them something or if it's, um, like just serving them and loving on people. So, um, I, that's always been the core of who I am, but I think it's really neat. Now I think teachers sometimes can be the most, <laughs> um, boxed in mindset individuals because they're like, I'm a teacher. That's all that I can do. And mm -hmm. it took me a while, but teachings everywhere. Um, yeah. even like Oprah Winfrey and like different, um, newscasters are like, well, I'm a teacher because I interview different people and people mm -hmm. learn. So, um, learning how to be that in myself, but not in a classroom has been like probably the most growth, like, right. Especially yeah. when you don't have a lesson plan to follow. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. I'm not worrying about having one. Yeah. Right. I is. think that's funny because I'm actually currently teaching at the local college. So oh my I'm gosh. That's following so a lesson plan for the first time. I'm like, well, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> and I like, even like with my nonprofit, like <clears throat> I created all the curriculum, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it's all right. But like, if we need to do something else, like we can, like, yeah. <laughs> Whatever they need. That. So, yeah. So good. So at the beginning of the show, you said this, this table of love, right? Mm -hmm. And that really brought me to this concept of unity consciousness, because I feel like that's kind of what unity is, is inviting all of the pieces of you to the table of love. Yeah. So I'm curious, what does unity consciousness mean to you? So I think um, for me, it's accepting when I tell people my story one of the m most common reactions I get is, oh, I'm so sorry you went through that. Mm -hmm. And I always respond with, it's a, like, I'm not. Like, yeah. it was really tough. It was 
awful. Um, it took me years to get to a good space, like mindset wise to overcome the things or to, um, reinvent myself and start changing who I was, um, so that I could move forward. But for me, it's that piece of me now can help serve other people even better to connect with people who need help the most, um, and help them move forward. So I wouldn't be who I am with the things if those things didn't happen to me. Yes. Um, so it's really, and I, <laughs> I've had anxiety probably my entire life, like just really recently <laughs> through all of everything, like really honed in on it. And I know it's never going to go away. It's something I'm not going to fix, but it's something that like, okay, it's here. Now what do I do? Or, mm -hmm. um, so, and welcoming all the feelings, um, I learned about the feelings wheel in <laughs> um, a lot of my counseling um, that I had to go to. Um, and I think I struggled as my younger self to really um, connect with my true feelings. Mm -hmm. And so my counselor would always be like, okay, look at your feelings. Be like, what are you truly feeling? Yeah. And so I'm just feeling mad. Like, are you frustrated? Or are you, what are, like, what are you truly feeling? So I think it's, we need to, um, really connect with that. It's okay to feel those things. It's okay to be a whole person. Um, it's okay to take the day to feel those things and then pick, pick it back up the next day. Um, cause we're all human. Um, and it makes us who we are and it makes us, I truly believe we're meant to connect with everybody. Um, and we're meant for connection. And that's one way that we can connect with people is, um, through our feelings. So absolutely. I think it's the only way that we can connect right. with people is through our emotions. I love that you brought up the feeling wheel. That's a tool that I use in our program that we move out into the world as well and mastering the brain game. So Susie yeah. said that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I know. That. And I wish so many more people knew about it because well, we're on it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, cause I even use it with my clients. Like when we're talking about business and they're talking about like their ideal client and I'm like, okay, well, for what are we moving? them from like on the feelings wheel like mm -hmm. are they feeling stuck are they feeling discouraged are they feeling frustrated in their businesses and where do we want to get them so i mean it's so helpful in so many different ways and then i also use it in my personal life <laughs> yeah i actually have it as my desktop on my computer oh my gosh yeah and i've seen them on pillows recently too and i was like oh my gosh i need that in my living room for when i'm having a tough conversation okay wait hold on i am <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Now I want to go shopping and find the feeling wheel right. pillow. So good. So I mean, other than using the feeling wheel, I'm curious, what other rituals or habits do you have in place that keep you devoted to unity consciousness? Um, for me, I lean on to my faith. I am a Christian and like I do truly lean into that daily. Um, I journal daily. Um, I listen to different podcasts. For me, that's how I stay grounded and truly like in what I'm doing. Um, and for, but then there's other things that I do. Like I try to move my body for at least 30 minutes a day. I um, get dressed and I put on the earrings and I put on, um, I was just talking to my business coach because I save my, I have like my fancy tennis shoes 
and she was getting after me. She was like, you just need to wear them. Like most people, most, some women wear like heels and things. I'm like, I have like my metallic Air Jordans and like my <laughs> floral Air Jordans. And she was like, you need to wear those. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to get dirty. <laughs> but then like at the same time, like it's even those little things that can move us in and shift our mood um, mm-hmm. so that we feel most aligned with our true uh, authentic self. So oh, yes. yeah. I love that so much. And I remember when I first started as an entrepreneur, you know, I thought it was great that I could just go to work in my pajamas and not do my makeup or not brush my hair. And and I realized in that, that I was getting into a slump because it's not about dressing for all the other people. It's about dressing for you and setting yourself up for success. And I think that's, what's so important about having whatever morning routine is for you to set yourself up for the day so that you're intentional about how you move through your experience. Yeah, totally. And I think even with some of my clients, I've worked through like setting up. That's one of the first things I do, no matter what, if they're coming to me for personal things or for business. And I'm like, do you have a morning routine? And I think that a lot of people misconstrue it, that they have to have this like lengthy, like self-loving, like hour-long candlelit bath for like (laughs) morning routine. And I'm like, no, like it could literally be you get up, you get a cup of coffee, you say an affirmation, or you do like five pages of reading and you write down five things you're great, like find two to three things, tops, and then go on about your day. Like it doesn't have to be an hour long situation. Um, But if you keep those promises to yourself and you start the day off in a strong little routine that you do daily, your day is going to be better. And I also find that my clients, when they're like, well, I'm feeling kind of blah. The the ones I talk to every single week, um, they're they're like, I feel blah this week. And I'm like, so are we doing our morning routine? They're like, no, I fell off. And I'm like, well, okay. Exactly. We're doing that and I'll be checking in. So to make sure that you're doing that. And then, um, so yeah, those are definitely, so a morning routine, making sure I move my body. It doesn't have to be something ultra strenuous like it could be just walking around the neighborhood sometimes that's all I have the energy for and so but I think doing those things and then finding what grounds you if that's meditation if that's yoga if that's um uh, faith whatever that is then find those things that work for you I love that and I love the concept like keep it simple (laughs) it doesn't need to be this big involved thing like cup of coffee and some journaling. It's that yeah. simple. It's really just about being intentional about how you want to experience your day. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. So how do you see your business evolving as humanity expands into unity consciousness and we begin to understand our emotions deeper? How do you see your business evolving with that? Um, so I have some pretty big visions of where, how I would love to help single moms. Um, I, so with the program that we're doing now, um, I'm absolutely excited to, we're doing like a micro loan for single moms. So at the end they would receive either the materials to start a business or, um, just the tools that they would need. So moving forward, I think that one of my number one struggles um, when I started my business being a newly single mom, just lost my job. Um, I struggled with childcare and being able to actually get stuff done and connect 
on calls with clients and do something like this. It was not possible. Like um, she's three, almost four. Like she is downstairs watching YouTube, but like this would not have been possible like even a year ago, maybe even six months ago. Um, so I would love, absolutely love to have a space, a co-working space for moms um, that also has a daycare um, connected to it. So you could come in and um, like, drop the mom guilt because you got to take your kids daycare know that they're just right next door if something happens you can do a podcast and then leave and then take your kid like you use it how you want but then be able to pour into other people and being able to host workshops or <clears throat> anything from like yoga and calligraphy to here's how you start a business or um so just pulling together women and empowering them so that they feel connected to other people and also so that they um, just have a higher vibe for themselves as well. So oh, I love that so much. And imagine what that would do for a single mom trying to start a business and just having that space where they can just drop their kid off for an hour, go do a podcast and then go grab your kid again. Like it just yeah. makes it so simple. I love that. Right. Oh, yeah. thank you for sharing that dream with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So how do you think that we let go of the old patterns and the old habits and invite in like a completely new way of creating impact? Oh, this is such a great question. Um, I, <clears throat> Number one, you have to be super gentle with yourself. You're yeah. not going to wake up one day and be like, oh, this is the person I manifested. No, it takes fucking hard, long work. It day-to-day -day work, reminding yourself, because <laughs> I still have days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, like, I don't <laughs> want to do this. Or like, I can't do this. Or like, I don't know why I'm doing whatever. Um, and just reminding my, like, stopping myself in my tracks, like, Something I say to myself often is like, bitch, I don't have time for this because I don't have time <laughs> for the spiral that's going to follow this imposter syndrome, whatever. Like, yeah. yes, I acknowledge it. It's there. Great. But I'm going to move forward because that's what I my purpose is and people are counting on me to fulfill my purpose. Um, so I think the number one is being gentle with yourself. And then it's... Um, implementing like we talked about before pieces that you want to be so mm -hmm. it start with a vision board on pinterest whatever you want to do make a a wallpaper for your phone of like what you want to do um and start showing up as that person um it's not going to happen overnight and i really have a hard time with life coaches business coaches the online space making it seem like these transformations are overnight or yeah it's magical here's my roadmap to how i made ten thousand in a month and like you can do it to them like bullshit like you could give me that same thing and it's not going to happen i could follow it step by step because you're not me and i think realizing too like going back to the question like realizing that we have our own things that we are really great at um, and stepping into those things and delegating, if you are a business, um, for an entrepreneur, delegating those other things that you're not great at. Bookkeeping, mm -hmm. hate it. Delegate that. <laughs> like contracts, <laughs> hate it. Delegate it. So, um, I think it's being gentle with yourself, setting up the small routines, um, of what you want to be or who you want to start showing up as and just start doing it. Um, 
And then one day you're going to wake up and you'll be like, holy shit, like here, like I made it, like it's happening. Um, I remember back to before journaling has always been a huge thing for me. Um, and some of them are prayers. Some of them are just jotting down thoughts. Some it's just, it's all over the place. Like my brain. Um, but (laughs) we, so I jot down one day, I was like, I just want to live like a colorful, sparkly, like serving others life. And Mm then, um, I redid my branding like a couple of months ago and I chose like rainbow ish colors. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. (laughs) And, um, so I I think also it's writing stuff down, like write Mm -hmm. down what you want and you can look back at it in like a couple years or a couple, um, and you will find that it actually comes true if you write it down. Um, and so write down what you want. Um, the other thing like that goes with the nonprofit and collaborating with them, I wrote down two years ago in a journal, like I want to help um, financially struggling single moms create their own business and like create a nonprofit. And luckily I, (laughs) the universe nudged me, God nudged me into certain Mm -hmm. directions where um, I started volunteering with the nonprofit. And then they were like, do you have any ideas? And I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. And they're like, okay, great. We have a grant that we're going to apply for and we want to use your idea. And I was like, what? Yes. I love that. You didn't even have to create a nonprofit. Right. Write it down. Like write what you want down. Even if it seems like the most out of reach thing, like you don't know how it's going to happen, write it down, look at it every once in a while. But as soon as that happened and I was having that meeting, like with the director I just got in my car and I started crying because I was like, oh my gosh, like, it happened. who would have known that, like, it would have happened in, like, the years are, like, here you go. Right? And what a, yeah. What a beautiful demonstration of it's not your job to know how. Yes. You have no idea how to create a nonprofit and how to make this happen. And the universe goes, here, you don't even have to create it. I'll just make it for you. And then you can do what you really want to do and help single moms. Like, that's yeah. so powerful. I love that. So the other question that we love to talk about here at Rebel Radio is one of wealth. And wealth is a word that feels very subjective. Everybody has a different definition for it. So I am curious, what does wealth mean to you? Um, I am not a money driven person. Um, I, if I have enough to (laughs) cover my bills and take care of my daughter and, um, do those things, wealth to me is the relationships that I have. It's the things I can create. It's the impact I can make on other people. It's serving other people. Um, and it's inspiring other people, um, to be their best self. I feel like that is wealth to me. And if someone <clears throat> sends me a um, message like, hey, you inspired me today because you painted whatever, I'm like, I'm so glad that I inspired you to paint. Like, I hope I make you like yeah. make some cool shit and send a picture to me of like what it is. Cause I, um, yeah, that's what is well, that's what makes me happy and that's what keeps me driven. And that's what I would consider success is when I help other people. Uh, I love that. I love that. And I think that's so important to recognize that wealth is all encompassing and money is just a side effect of your wealth. Right. And I, I always like to believe that like 
more money in the hands of good people creates more good things. So yes. like if I have extra, like last, last night we um, were in the drive-thru and I bought an extra cheeseburger to take home to feed my dog. <laughs> and <laughs> But there was a guy in the drive-thru and he was like, hey, could you buy me a sandwich? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Here, I bought this one extra anyways. Mm-hmm. So I think it's um, also like the more we give, the more we get. And the more that we are, the more generous we are, the more the universe reacts to that as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, more money in the hands of good people. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Oh, my gosh. I could talk to you all day long. I have loved this conversation. Thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. But as always, we end the show with one last question. Yeah. What do you dream of for the world? I more laughter, um, people being kind to people and to be colorful and sparkly. <laughs> colorful and sparkly. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.